well, also we have a cop car like coming down my street, literally. Like there was. Wait, yeah, are you about to get arrested? Uh, uh, yes, they're knocking on the door. Or, Did you say that Craig Wright is a douche on the internet? <laughs> so. <laughs> Welcome to The Crypties 2019, presented by Wild Foods. This year, we are going to talk about the most important people in the crypto space and maybe the most important projects in the crypto space as well, with special guests Brent Philbin, Kareem Baruke, Adam Levy, and some possible impersonations that are not really the people. Hello, welcome. Uh, glad to be here on the crypto uh, the on the crypties twenty nineteen. <laughs> That's right. This is our second year of the crypties. You know, Brent, as I'm listening to that introduction, I am reminded that I think last year you must have done the intro too, because I remember making fun of your robotic like voice. I think that you really like that monotone introduction when it comes to award ceremony. I think that's the way award ceremonies should be introduced, Kareem. We need to keep it traditional around here. When we're giving out really <laughs> prestigious, important awards, you got to do it with some gravity. All right. In case we got any first-time listeners, uh, Brent, what are the cryptis? What are we doing here? So there's award shows. People do award shows all the time. You know, like we've been nominated for Best Crypto Podcast once. And uh, I don't even know if they ended up drawing the winner for that. So we're still probably in the running. But what, <laughs> what, I, what I will say. Let's just say we haven't lost that yeah, one. We, haven't. It, <laughs> we decided there needed to be something better out there. There needed to be a better version of these award shows. And also we are the judge, jury, executioner. So we've got some cool <laughs> categories coming up. Some of them pertain to us. Some of them pertain to the crypto world at large some of them uh, might kind of stink but what is going to happen we haven't already picked the winner we've only picked the nominees you're gonna hear us pick the winners live and that's right we're gonna do that via the most democratic method that we can think of and we're delegated distributed voting yeah this is basically the crypties dow here and what happens is we (laughs) come up with all the nominees we say a couple funny things we all put in our vote and if we're in agreement, if we're in consensus, if two out of three people agree on one person winning it or or entity winning it, then it's already done. It's it's good. It's one. But if all three of us name something, we got to argue, eliminate one of the three of the names, and then vote on the remaining two to actually get the winner. So here's two lots of arguments and some interesting things. So some of these are funny. Some of them are not. The first one, we're going to start off with a serious note here, Kareem. Yeah. All right. So this award is basically the headliner award, let's say. It's probably one of the favorites, which is favorite person in crypto of 2019. Now, I'm going to do a reminder to all of the judges, please. We are talking about the year 2019. And 19, try to keep it award specific, like year specific, gentlemen. This year, who was your favorite person in crypto? So here we go. Here are our nominees. By default, Charles Hoskinson is going to be there at the top. (laughs) Peter Uh. McCormick is coming in at number two. The famous 
CZ with Binance's tentacles expanding all over the world. Andreas Antonopoulos, the crypto evangelist, or Andrew Yang, presidential candidate, who also was the first one to really talk positively about cryptocurrency and poker. So loved of the show. Yep. I had to get him in there. You know, he's yeah, that's a he's, good one. That's a good he nomination. Likes crypto. I don't know if he really qualifies for the thing, but big fan, big fan. Hey, hey, no, absolutely, absolutely. Favorite person in crypto, you know. So, gentlemen, at this time, begin your voting. Voting is completed on a screen that the listeners cannot see. All votes are submitted at the same time, and when they're submitted, we will announce who voted for what. Oh, I didn't. But it was neither one of those. It was this. It was. I swear it was this. Oh, my God. Okay. Right, we already had a malfunction. I had a malfunction. But here's the situation. Right off the bat, we have a. Uh, we have a disagreement. Everybody's voting. Yeah, we have a disagreement. So, Brent, you have voted for Peter McCormick. Um, Adam, not being able to pick Justin Sun because we didn't put him in here, was forced <laughs> Stop. To go with the second choice, <laughs> and he's going with Andreas Antonopoulos. Just kidding, just kidding with the with the Justin stuff. And uh, I voted for CZ. So, gentlemen, make your case. Uh, Brent, we'll start with you. Number one, I'm very surprised that nobody picked Charles Hoskinson. He's been, you know, reasonably quiet, other than doing a couple. You know, he's not the last time we're going to mention him on the show. We'll just put it that way. And <laughs> um, I picked Peter McCormick because. Following his spat with Craig Wright has kept me like super interested in Twitter over the course of the year. I just want to see what fucked up thing he's going to say to him next. He was one of my favorite interviews over the course of the year, and he just he's hilarious. So that's obviously he's not doing a ton for anything but Bitcoin. Bitcoin maximalist there, so there's definitely some some give and take. But he's a funny dude. All right, that's a, that's a very personal case uh, that Brent is making there, it's which is an personal. interesting an interesting choice in the three way race. Uh, all right, Adam, make uh, your case. Well, you want to give the award to Andreas? Yes, who's the only one that actually accepted an invitation onto this very podcast? Andreas Antonopoulos. Oh, so did Peter. So, oh wait, he. You, oh Oof, damn it! And we didn't invite <laughs> the other. We didn't invite the other three. <laughs> I thought. I thought Peter. Or I thought Brent tried to get uh, CZ on there as well. You haven't reached but, out to Andrew Yang, Brent. Yeah, you know what? Actually, he was on a really small podcast that I saw, and I was like, "Damn, Dude, I should Andrew Yang will him. do anything." All right, so so okay. Regardless, go on your I, after <laughs> after doing the podcast with Andreas, I just really love his enthusiasm that has been consistent for years now and he's just like still even in 2019 after you know uh six seven years in the in the space he's just grinding he's got like a a new book coming out he's doing podcasts and he's just very uh like neutral he doesn't really get involved with all the, the the bs he cares about you know the technology and the growth of the space and i really like that I agree with you. Andreas is kind of like a, a North Star in crypto. Everybody focuses on a little stuff, and he's got that uh, kind of far vision. All right, so my argument for CZ, I feel like with all these stories that we cover, one of the Achilles heels of the cryptocurrency space is exchanges. Exchanges are kind of awful and terrible. So for the most part, Binance has seemed to handle everything correctly. 
for the most part, CC's done in general a great job. They're also expanding a lot. And I feel like, you know, it's one of those things where like, it's one of those entry portals. If we have really good exchanges that manage to expand, it's going to be great. And if not, uh, we're going to, you know, anyway, I feel like in general, they've done a good job. You guys both have some very reasonable, solid arguments that are not entertaining. So that, you know, that's, that's the thing. Well, I, you know what? I don't want to say Andreas is not entertaining. I'm just saying NCZ can be entertaining too, especially, you know, when funds are safe. But <laughs> the, I'm just, mine was entertainment based. I don't know. Okay. Well, is that a fold, Brent? Are you saying no, no, that? Fo- he said, I don't know. And generally people don't admit, well, people like to not admit they're wrong, but they do like to say, I don't know when they basically think they're wrong deep down. That's like a, it's a reflex I've noticed. Over the years, like I don't know, no logical so think bias about it. is that. So think about it this way. Think about it this way. We are going to collectively vote for the official crypto basics choice for favorite person. So crypto basics podcast favorite person for 2019 is what we are about to collectively decide. And so he's the only one that has me on the show. I, I, I this is just an idea on the fly, but I feel like this is like when we have a three way split. Shouldn't it just be like Discord, you know, gets to decide the the vote or no? No, nope. Decisions are made and awards are given right now. We're literally well, we're doing it live, Adam. We're doing it live, okay? Somebody leaves with a trophy. About? Jesus. Uh, oh, man, I was just about to I was just about to tell you that I was considering putting my vote in for Andreas. Uh, oh, but, no. but now with these ridiculous ideas you're throwing around, Andreas is the only one that we can't eliminate. So Adam, you pick I, you pick the one we eliminate, and then we'll go forward. You know, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, I think it's got to be Peter for me. Boom. All right. I fine. Agree with that choice. Fine. So Peter is out, and now the three crypto basic executive. Uh, <laughs> Uh, miners will vote for the favorite person of crypto of 2019. Y'all ready? Three, two, one, go. <laughs> what? What? Oh, I thought. Oh, so I just looked at Brett. Okay. Revenge. Shocking right off the bat. Unexpected. I mean, this is why we do the show, ladies and gentlemen. So Brent did, in fact, vote for Andreas, both because Andreas is amazing and because he was mad that he got eliminated and he didn't want me to win. But (laughs) Adam saw reason and Adam changed his vote to CC. I honestly consider changing mine to Andreas. I feel like if that would have have been amazing. That would have been amazing. But final count, the block is in. Into the blockchain it goes. CC. Binance executive CEO is Crypto Basics' favorite person of 2019. I just thought that he was really. Woo! This I just thought it. CZ's first nomination for this position and his first win. (laughs) But yeah, I just thought that he was very uh, active whenever there was shit going down. Like, and, and it's like, whenever that something like that did happen, whether it was there, remember, I forget what it was, but they, ha- he had to, oh, it was the, the coin that was on there that was Matic, I think. Like that was, that didn't necessarily have, 
wasn't his company, but then he immediately kind of stepped in. And there were always a lot of, like four or five things over the course of the year where he ended up having to step in and he was very public and he didn't shy away. And I mean, yeah, when, once you kind of brought that up, I kind of just decided to change my vote. I like it. Adam casting the deciding vote. And you know what? Now that you say that too, it's like he really is a good mix of professionalism and uh, accessibility in this space. You know, the space has a lot of people who are accessible. Hard to find engage. in most industries. I agree. I agree. And I think that in general, he he puts forward a good image. Like he's serious, professional, handles things well, um, but still kind of accessible and with the community and stuff. I like it. So, yeah. Oh, Brent, I just want to point out that you got the answer wrong. Both times. You got two tries at it and you got it wrong both times. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? You're not wrong there. That uh, I, I completely failed at the, at the favorite person in crypto award. I got it. I got it. All right. Now, I think it's time, Adam, that we go the opposite direction. Adam, as an expert in this, I would like you to present the next award. I don't know why uh, I, you just lump me in as being an expert in douchebaggery. But uh, yes, yeah, so this is the Craig yeah, Wright Award. I think you'll figure it out as we yeah. go through the nominations. <laughs> this has been renamed the Craig Wright Award this year, just because you know he's consistently. Maybe he wasn't the biggest douche in 2019, but I feel like every year he's just kind of somehow being a douche. I agree with you, Adam. He should be immortalized like Lombardi, like a plaque. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So. The five nominees for the Craig Wright Award of, in 2019 is Craig Wright. <laughs> Go for it. Mark Zuckerberg, who's been made a bad – someone renamed it Mark Facebooker. Well, I don't even know what Brent did with this outline. <laughs> I wasn't I – I think he meant to say Facebook. Mark Facebookerberg. But instead, he just was going too fast. Or Kareem. I don't know. Either way, it wasn't me. Sorry, I'm train wrecking because someone made a bad nickname. So <laughs> the next one is Substratum Community, the entire community. The entire community. Uh, yes, that was that was before my time, but yeah, I heard I've heard remnants of you know the whole situation. Uh, Gerald Cotton, don't know who that is. Quadriga CX, that's the guy that they got that. it. Uh, okay, <laughs> is that even his real name? We, we don't know. We can we can award. Uh, by the way, we cannot award. Posthumously, but he's still eligible. Right, so. Correct. If he was dead, we wouldn't have him up here. <laughs> uh, and then finally, my boy Justin Sun. And now you know why you had to present this one. Oh God! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Are you all ready to vote? Oh, yep. Adam, you take the lead on this. Yes, I am ready to vote. Are you guys ready to vote? Oh, we're ready. All right, three, two, one, boom! Cast your vote. No, Adam, you can't vote for CZ. <laughs> oh wow i i thought this was just gonna be a unanimous sweep yeah i thought this was gonna uh, be unanimous too Jeez. well we have uh, i voted for craig brent voted for craig and then plot twist kareem voted for justin sun I, and uh, justin sun just isn't a douche what he might he, what? he may be what? He may, he's not like he's not a douche okay. in the douche like no, you no, can never get every sense you of the word never, no, no, no 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 oh he is God. not he, okay i'm not defending him but i'm saying <laughs> that, that when the, when, award ever that was the most present oh my god i can't wait till the end of the show okay <laughs> okay so 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 check it out justin's son isn't 
<laughs> talking shit to people in public. He's not he's he may be doing maybe making massive mistakes and making terrible move business moves and marketing play ploys, but he's not a categorized as a douche. If we want to look it up in Urban Dictionary right now, what you know a douchebag would be, you know, because obviously it's not in the regular dictionary. <laughs> But like it would it not is. be just it is it is it's just not what looking for yeah, it's, it's not, not it's, it's like a, it's an actual cleaning device. All right, so uh, do I get to make my case, or are you just so angry that I attacked Justin Sun here that I should just uh... go ahead, go ahead, and make your case. you can make you all can right, present right. a dissenting opinion here, Kareem. It's all right. So here's here's my why I voted for Justin Sun. I totally get Craig Wright. He's the worst. The award's named after him. I get it. Justin, dude, this was the year that Justin Sun made all those headlines with Warren Buffett and then like ditched out on him. He's a scammer. He just keeps buying like projects. To say he's not a douche, I disagree. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of doing some kind of Ponzi schemey, scammy thing constantly. And he knows that it's all built on a house of cards. So the persona that he gives and the front that he gives is pretty douchey. Pretty douchey. I actually, uh, so I looked up the definition on Urban Dictionary, and I found multiple definitions, obviously, but I looked at it as uh, definition number four, which forgive me, someone, no, 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 because you have to go down, because there's like these, like, there's like the third, there's, yeah, you just have to like search for the the ones that like are, you know. That fit your narrative. Yeah, I understand. No, no, no. Well, no, one was literally like a page and a half long. And that just like, no, I don't have time for that. (laughs) So it says someone who has surpassed the levels of jerk and asshole, however, not yet reached. I mean, this is fucker or motherfucker, not to be confused. Whoa, this is a family show. I know. I know. I I wanted to. I should have given uh, that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So um, and that like is kind of my definition of douchebag. But then the next one was like, which is the more family-friendly one. An individual has an overinflated sense of self-worth combated by a low level of intelligence. And then he constantly... Here's, here's number what? two on mine. It's real quick. A person who thinks they are cool, but is actually a complete tool. Hmm. Yeah. That I sounds mean, like look, this yeah. is fun. Although it's he, Craig Wright, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like, sure. None of this is to undermine Craig Wright's accomplishment in this space. No. <laughs> okay? I don't he want anybody to a, think. Yeah. That that we're saying that Craig Wright is not the biggest douche in the cryptoverse because so he I is. will take it back. He, Kareem Justin Sun could be categorized as a douche, but he's not the biggest thank one. Thank you, thank you. I, you know what? And I I will now admit that the infinite wisdom of the council is greater than my own. So if we have collectively decided that Craig Wright it is, I now see the error of my ways. Clearly, Craig Wright is the biggest douche. Is this is this Craig Wright had a government? great 2019 for this. He did. Yes, he no, he's not always going to win. Real quick, why don't you, since we're giving the award, why don't, why don't you guys explain? We spent the whole time talking about Sun. Go ahead. Explain why the winner every, won. Every week he was just doing something, saying something silly. I mean, he I've, sued I sued everybody that said he was a turd. We had an episode called Craig Wright is a turd. <laughs> that was the title of the episode. I didn't name it anything else. And that gives you an idea. Nobody else got that distinction on our thing. We talked about him every week, every other week, all the time, suing different people, crying in court, losing battles, lying, saying he's Satoshi, but then like saying, no, really, Satoshi maybe plagiarized me or maybe we don't even know. (laughs) So he's got it all. He's going to always get the name for this award. 
He won't always win it, but he worked really hard this year, and he deserves this. Here he is, the biggest douche in the cryptoverse. This is Craig Wright's second nomination and second win. Second win. <laughs> All right, Brent. Uh, let's move on to one of your hold, areas hold, of hold, expertise. Okay. Hold, hold on. I know. I know. I just want to pause. I, well, also we have a cop car like <laughs> coming down my street. Literally, like there was. Wait, yeah, are you about to get arrested? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, they're knocking on the door. Or, did you say that Craig Wright is a douche on the internet? <laughs> So, <laughs> so I, I did some research as the resident Jamie from Ala Joe Rogan, and we unfortunately did not win 2019 Best Podcast. It what goes to Crypto 101 Podcast. Damn, the website still exists, Whoa. and uh, but we were nominated, so that's good. Where's that uh, guy that takes like an umbrella and scoops someone off stage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm thinking the whole audience booing at Adam. Boo! Nobody wants Boo. to hear that. Boo. Yeah, play the, the the music's playing. Like get yeah. off the stage. <laughs> yeah, they just start turning it up. Yeah. All right. So back to you know Fake Kareem's news. next nomination. No, no, no. We're moving on to Brent. This is ah. the Matos Award. Carlos Matos Award. The Matos Award. Oh, that's a scam. That's a scam. Scam. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> now, obviously, Carlos Matos cannot win this every single year, but he will always be with us in spirit is the name of the award. We have a lot of nominees for this one this year. And we're he's since he's since moved on as a life coach. So he's no longer in crypto. Great. He moved on to life coach. That's awesome. I mean, he was selling herbal life there for a little bit. So, you know, I don't know how many more scammy things you can get. Oh, involved no, that's in. part of his coaching. We need to hook him <laughs> up worry. with Donny vibes. Him and that guy can really have fun together. OK, so nominations for the that's a scam award this year. We're starting off with Quadriga CX. We just mentioned Gerald Cotton. He was in the running for another award. This would be his second nomination. The Binance $40 million hack. You may remember that one that went down. That was a little bit rough. Something that we really haven't covered on the show that I want to do a whole episode on, the Bitcoin hex scam. That is going out there. But we covered that way early because Trevon James started pimping that shit on his YouTube like six months ago. And we literally said, Trevon James is saying this on his YouTube, so it's a scam. Don't touch it. I thought it died. It didn't. It's now like another one of those big scams. Tether still always, as long as it exists, will probably be in this nomination category of being a scam. The fucking scammers that impersonated us, they definitely get into this award. The Sim Swap scammer that attacked me and uh, maybe me, those people that attacked me and other people, <laughs> they got. And finally, a new scam that happened a couple of days ago. Well, new-ish. Brock Pierce, our buddy, he's uh, he's that guy that was in Mighty Ducks, loves loves him some EOS, does all kinds of crazy partying with John McAfee. Honestly, in a different year, he would have been nominated for biggest douche in the cryptoverse, but he's been he's been pretty quiet this year. Until now, he's uh, speaking at a convention put on by EXW Wallet, which is tell me if you've heard this story before, guys, a wallet that promises 0.33 percent daily returns that are generated by a proprietary trading bot that has a secret oh. algorithm. <laughs> oh, I don't know though, Brent, but this sounds different because the number's really small. Oh, it's yeah, only point three three. It's one three. third of one percent. Right. That's Jeez, not that's that much. much nothing. That's, There's no way. Yeah, that's totally doable. Yeah. I mean it only adds up to like thirty percent guaranteed a year with no risk. That's pretty <laughs> good. 
Oh, all right. So I just think it's hilarious that our names are currently Craig and then there's Justin's son down there, Kareem. <laughs> like, yep. What Adam is referencing is that our votes are our names. They're on the on screen. Squad. Yeah, there are names yes. in our recording software. Yes. Okay, so here we go. It is time to include your vote for the Carlos Matos. That's a scam award. All right. Adam, I'm not sure that you're voting uh, <laughs> for the right thing here. Wow. Wow. I okay. Mean, you know what? I'm the only objective party here, so I, I need to describe what's happening. Uh, Brent voted for Quadriga CX. Uh, Kareem voted for Quadriga CX. Adam voted for Brent, saying that Brent is a scam. Adam, make your case. No. I did not. I meant the Sim scam. The oh, whatever. Uh, like, yeah, I didn't mean Brent. I just because like we were late on the vote, and I was like panicking, so I just was like, "All right, Brent." Because the fact that this has happened somehow a second time to Brent is is goddamn ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It, it is, and I'm still dealing with the fallout. You guys may have gotten a text from a different number that is still. It, it is ridiculous. The fallout that I'm basically. I told them to make it impossible for me to do anything with my account, and it worked. So. Anyway, oh, nice. while I would love to have a vanity piece here and be the one who is the biggest crypto scam of 2019 because <laughs> there were some Sims Whoppers, I got to give it up to the guy who faked his death and is living his best <laughs> life right now, <laughs> yep. Gerald Cotton in the Quadriga CX, $150 million whatever it was, scam. I'm sorry, Canada. Love our Canadian listeners. I hope <laughs> nobody had it on there. It sucks. That guy was a scam. Uh, my second choice would have been the scammers that impersonated us because that hurt so much. But Quadriga CX kind of beat it out. No, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, every part about it, the the, the state sends uh, accountants to go run down the company and the accountants come back being like, yeah, there, there's like no records. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, yeah, he just he's the only one that had access to all the keys. Just a major multimillion dollar exchange. This guy's just walking around running it like it's. His lemonade stand. Got it all right in the head there, Kareem. (laughs) (laughs) You've definitely sold sold me on this. All these other hacks are, you know, hey, we're, you know, it's just kind of a standard hack. Hey, we're trying to, you know, just get people to come to my wallet or whatever. Maybe there's a phishing scam, whatever it is, or invest like Brock Pierce. But no, this dude did some crazy shit, allegedly died, and just there was nothing. I mean, this- We don't this, even know how the story ends. I know. It's just like <laughs> it, it, three, five years from now, we could just find out the dude just has a beard in like fucking like Turks and Caicos or something. They yeah. just got away. And it's just like, uh, okay. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy story. And it's just because it happened earlier in the year that it's kind of gone by the wayside because that's just how news cycles work. But yeah, you're right. I did Quadriga, crazy freaking story. Top that in 2020, scammers. Dude, no, yeah, that yeah, story. They're going to make movies about no, that. Don't. They probably already have started one. Like, I don't know. I'd like to see his body exhumed. All right. So that's, a, that, that's that one. This is Quadriga CX's first and probably last nomination and <laughs> first win, seeing as they don't exist anymore. But... We will revisit this category next year if the story is still ongoing. All right, that's it for right. that's it for the the Carlos Matos Award. I'm glad he's here in spirit. Kareem, I think it's time for you to talk about your next favorite award. I guess I didn't know that this was my next favorite award. It was a award presented by um, put in by Brent, and every nominee was put in by Brent. But <laughs> I am going to present it, uh, and that is. 
cryptocurrencies biggest disappointment of 2019 the nominees are backed cardano iota's coordinate get it because of the coordinator bitcoin dying ethereum 2.0 question mark the lightning network gentlemen that is a lot of disappointment all in one thing just kind of think about the different things that are really disappointing to you personally what makes them the biggest and cast your vote for that ready you guys hitting enter oh we have another there's so many choices but me and kareem keep being on the same page (laughs) yeah hopefully hopefully we're on the same page you know what we might even be thinking of opposite renditions of this kareem and i both voted for bitcoin dying and Adam for Cardano. <laughs> I, I, I mean, where's the like? What's going on with Cardano? You know, it's just like it's like been years now. You know, like oh, we got like this cool fancy name coming out soon of like some old histor- you know, some old figure from history, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll make it up. We got another one coming out, and that's like sixty eight percent done, and then we'll just like. I don't know. Just, wow. Okay. Just so defend- everything Kareem loves, right? I love it. I love this nomination. <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So in defense of Cardano here, I don't know if you're following. Like, the, that phase was <laughs> announced. It's the decentralized phase where they started testing staking pools. They did a snapshot where, I mean, I don't understand. Like, it's, uh, are they delayed or something? Or I just, honestly, I just don't really get the uh, tribalism with Cardano here. So I just felt like kind of putting it in there to stir the pot a little bit. I'm not that tied to this. This is coming from Adam, whose favorite coin announces things before they even start working on them. Tribalism. Tribal. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the story with Cardano has always been the same. Slow and steady. I know that that's boring for some. I want it now. Look, Give me I, I want to get. Look, we we picked Bitcoin dying because everybody announces Bitcoin was dying, and guess what? It didn't fucking die. So that's the biggest disappointment. Bitcoin's death was highly exaggerated. It has come close to one hundred percent returns on the year. If you had bought January first and sold January first, you'd be right around one hundred percent. That is the opposite of Bitcoin dying. So that's a major disappointment. I will throw in there though. Iota said their coordinator was going to be gone in like March, and it's still there. So. You know what? Here's what the only thing I'll say about the coordinator. It's not that <laughs> I agree with you that like in a lot of ways, that's a big disappointment. I wasn't disappointed because I had no expectations. Good point. I, they I say had, like, it's going to be gone all the time. No. Yeah. Like it's not. And you know that when we started this podcast, one of my projects that I was most interested in that I was kind of an advocate for was IOTA. And then they started just showing a bunch of red flags. We identified them at the time. And once they started passing a bunch of deadlines, we said, okay, so it turns out that they have no clue how to run this thing without the coordinator. It's not that easy. They made it seem like it was done. They handled criticism poorly. So my any expectations that I had just have been gone forever. Like you put this nomination, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that they're still pretending that they're going to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. That's so, a little too harsh. This is Bitcoin Dying's, how many years has Bitcoin existed? Tenth nomination and its first win because everyone always thinks Bitcoin is dying and it doesn't go anywhere. Sorry to disappoint you Bitcoin deathers out there. And Brent, would you uh, like to talk about the next 
award. It's actually named after you, so uh, go for it. So I didn't re-listen to the Crypties from that year. I don't know why we named only one uh, thing after one of us, but this is it. This is uh, the Brent Philbin Award for usability. It's not like the Brent Philbin Award for like farting or something. So this is definitely the, the most prestigious award that's ever going to have my name in the history of my life. And mm-hmm. it is for usability. So only a few nominations here. We're going to talk about Cash App's Bitcoin integration. Super usable. The Brave Browser. I use it every day. Engine's ERC-1155 tokens. We use those for all of our patrons in the crypto basic space. And we had considered, it's a little bit too expensive, but we wanted to make the crypties on here and forcibly send them to people so that they would have the awards in their wallets. I may still look into that. I don't know. I don't know how much it costs. <laughs> and then finally, Maker's Leverage Platform for usability. Now, not all these were created in 2019. I just thought they were uh, the most usable pieces of this puzzle that are still reasonably decentralized. So those are our those are our choices there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and say name. that everybody should submit. Submitted. There's submitted. three, two, one, enter. Oh, my God. Whoa. Me and Kareem are just like <clears throat> having wow. some tantric sex today. This is Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's very tantric. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I, I'm in shock. I voted for Brave, and they both voted for Cash App. So Cash, you know, it's decided. But I just think Brave has just been the kind of like besides Steam, Steam it years ago. I think Brave has done so much in maybe two three years, and and been something that's just become a staple of the crypto community. So I'm kind of surprised that you guys uh, did not. I mean, and it has every week. There's new announcements of uh, what do they call them when they're like uh, like the advertisers that are now a part of uh, Brave. Oh, verified or, publishers, you mean? Yeah, verified publishers. There's like you know 300, 400 k of those, and every you know, and every it just seems like Brave has really not done anything wrong, and and they're really putting out a good product to compete with Mozilla. Google Chrome, and even and it's definitely better Internet Explorer if you still somehow use that. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen, I want to make something clear. I think Brave is amazing, and at the time I was creating casting this vote, I was pretty sure that the disagreement that whichever direction it went, it was going to be Brave or Cash App, and I would have to explain why I didn't vote for Brave. I think Brave is fantastic. It is one of our better products. I almost voted for it. I think that just how easy Cash App has made it to convert, you know, to like. Not really have to go through an exchange after you do the process. Just being able to just send Bitcoin, deposit Bitcoin, convert it immediately to cash. It's you have your right cash link to your bank. It's just so convenient that I, and and I got in a little juice out of it personally. You know, like it's very likely that if I hadn't this year, I might have not. You know, and I use Brave every day, so it's not like I think Brave is bad. But like Brave, I choose to use Brave, but it's not really that much better than Chrome. Whereas like Cash App is giving me something that I didn't have in other places. So actually I would I would argue that on a usability standpoint Brave is strictly worse than Chrome mm-hmm. because it does run into some problems with the way that they built the browser with some of its default cookie blocking and autoplay blocking and that kind of thing. But I still prefer it to Chrome a million Same. times over because of all those reasons plus the the ability to get that coin, but Cash App just like it's the only way that I can spend Bitcoin super easily 
or buy Bitcoin super easily. It takes me two seconds to decide if I want to use Bitcoin that's sitting in my phone and do it. And other people use Cash App. It's strictly better than Venmo on usability. It's I like it better than Venmo a million times over. And it has the Bitcoin functionality built in. And I want to also give them a shout out to now they're letting you buy stocks on there, like Robinhood. So you can buy a tenth of a share of Apple if you want, or a hundredth hmm. of a share of Apple on Cash App. So it's not even just crypto investing. They've got some legacy style stuff in there as well. Cool. This is Cash App's first nomination. We might have nominated it last year. I don't know because they kind of. Yes, yeah. I don't know why you're keeping track of that because I'm sure we don't remember. I, <laughs> listen, it doesn't really. Well, it's his first nomination and first win. I, I feel like we should just keep track of the ones that we know won last year. I don't even remember and the ones that then last year. You'll. Oh, okay. I mean, I do uh, some of them, but yeah, we've got some new categories and and some old categories. Speaking of new categories, we have to name one after Kareem, although he changed it. I, cha- I tried to name it after him. He changed it back. Kareem, what's this category called? This category is called Crypto Around the World's Hoorah Crypto Law Award. Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, Whoa. See that? Uh, uh, not, not, okay. not, it's not. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. This is not where the voting comes in. Your opinion about the title is relevant, gentlemen. <laughs> the question is, what do you think is the friendliest or most beneficial law, your favorite uh, move that a country made towards cryptocurrency and here are your nominees gentlemen france made crypto to crypto trades not taxable you trade your bitcoin for some ethereum that is not a taxable event in france number two second nominee is germany which has officially allowed banks to work directly with cryptocurrencies number three is iran Uh, and and no, it's 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 not too soon because this is unrelated to the impending war. <laughs> uh, Iran has endorsed crypto mining and even considers it uh, part of industrial activity, and they'll subsidize it. However, license is required, so you can take that into account. And lastly, New Zealand has made it legal for Bitcoin and some other coins to be approved as salary payment alternatives. So, gentlemen, your favorite crypto law. Three, two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Kareem created the nominees, hasn't figured out which one he wants yet. Why? Well, I was presenting. <laughs> okay, ready? Three, two, one, vote. Nice. Ooh, all okay. right. So first one, Kareem and I disagree on since our first one. Adam and I, although, are in sync. So because uh, Kareem decided to knock our sex, Adam and I voted for New Zealand which we'll explain in a minute. But Kareem, why France? Yeah. Is it well, because you want to get out of war? And you just, is that it? <laughs> no, because I focused on the law, not the country. Oh, okay. Uh, no, listen. It's, I feel like, the at least in its current iteration, the space is kind of built on trading a lot and moving stuff around and tokens. Like, There's a lot of complexity. So I just feel that if, they're really going to tax every single trade in every direction in every currency. It's, uh, I don't know, it seems so hard to manage. So I like that. However, I think New Zealand is totally a fine choice. Gentlemen, why don't you explain why you chose the New Zealand law? I just think it's a really cool alternative. You know, it allows the 
person working a nine to five job, some opportunity to make even like a great investment or just decide, you know, like it gives them options. And yeah, some things may go wrong, but I assume that, I I mean, I would hope that it wouldn't, I don't know the ins and outs, like if it's a hundred percent into Bitcoin or, but I would hope that it's like, you know, some portion of it. So you still have fiat, but also it's, it's also just saying New Zealand recognizes that Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are, you know, not going anywhere. And uh, it's just, I just think it's a great decision to see. It would be amazing if I could just work, you know, and get paid 50K or whatever a year and be like, I'm going to put like 30K into Bitcoin and we'll see you later. You know, that'd be a really good way to make 1K in 2018. But now it's 2019 and 20. So it's even better. I I like that they're treating it more like money. And that's 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 more what I'm interested in seeing as far as adoption is concerned tiebreaker here for me was that new zealand gets the shaft a lot when it comes to maps they get left off the map all the time so i feel like they need to be put on the crypto map and (laughs) everybody's looking at me like i'm crazy have you never seen the subreddit maps without new zealand no it's a thing like because they're kind of like out there in between like hawaii and australia they just get left off the map all the time and when they're on there they're not in the right location because of the way like it has to be flat so, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. They they look it up. It's a thing. Poor New Zealand gets left out of the uh, the conversation all the time. I did see a thing once about how the map we're used to seeing makes Africa look so much smaller than it is. Like, Africa is, like, huge. It's gargantuan. laid out properly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Breaking news here. Breaking news. I have, like, a gaming mouse pad that's really long that has the map of the world printed on it. <laughs> breaking it does not have new zealand <laughs> i've not noticed this until right now new zealand is not on this map so yeah uh, as i as i said and unless it's under a coffee cup or something <laughs> nope it's just not there new zealand is not on my desktop map of the world so there we go another reason i voted for them <laughs> all right and are we okay with this? Kareem, are you okay with the fact that uh, you got outvoted? Yeah, it's fine. Kareem all right, likes all, all, right. all countries. The, the wisdom of the council. Being around the world. This is New Zealand's first nomination and first win in the category that was here for the first year. So they're 100%. Congratulations. And the wisdom of the council must not be questioned. No. Fair enough. No, no. We know all. And uh, Brent, would you like to talk about your uh, your next award? So we all know that Bitcoin would get the award for our favorite cryptocurrency. So that's boring. But favorite altcoin project. That is an interesting proposal. Now, I went a step further and I didn't just list the coins. I listed the favorite part of them that I thought was worth uh, bringing up here. So here are the nominees for favorite altcoin project of 2019. Cardano. For their staking pool implementation. Maker for their multi-collateral dies, which use more than just Ethereum now. Uh, Adam, I was thinking of you with this one. Tron for their acquisition of DLive. I don't even know what DLive is. Well, I'm such a bad Tron. It's on a non-Tron blockchain and Justin Sun bought it for whatever reason. So there you go. Nano, their Unreal integration. 
and the and you mean unreal not like unreal oh dude that was unreal you mean unreal as in the unreal engine Engine gaming integration just clarifying and uh the stellar lumens partnership with ibm for international payments so those are the nominees and uh, i'm going to go ahead and make my selection i suggest you all do the same I know what Kareem's are because he's copy pasting them and not typing them. <laughs> so you can see his name go next to the thing on the outline. But I already did. I put my thing on two of them to try to throw you off. You only oh. saw one? No, uh, yeah, I only see I see where it's resting now. What? It shouldn't be resting anywhere. What? Boo. <laughs> there, now it's gone. <laughs> All right, three, two. Oh, Adam already put it. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay, so first oh, unanimous wow. vote. we have a unanimous hey, there vote. There we go. This well is done. Nano's second nomination, probably, and first win. And look, when I saw that game literally generating Nano real time while they were hacking and slashing in one of the most widely used engines in gaming, I creamed my pants a little bit. So that's why I had to go with this one. Uh, dude, no doubt. It was super cool. The video was super cool. It's gaming. The fact that Nano is no transaction fees makes it like ideal for this situation. The possible applications are super exciting because I'm a gaming nerd. So just on a personal level, this is cool. Like me personally, forget about investing and what I think is going to make money. Like looking forward to using and enjoying it, this. Also, I remember seeing uh, countless times, and granted, it's, sometimes it's hard to differentiate between the shills and uh, just like legitimate posts being like, wow, this is amazing. And I, I probably saw five or six posts over the course of the year talking about how fast Nano's transaction speed was and uh, on top of all these other things. Yeah, it's basically so, instant. Yeah, yeah which, which, which is crazy. And, you know, maybe they can scale. That would be... Uh, Unreal, but, uh, <laughs> oh uh, crypto based one of the year goes to Mr. Mm. Levy. Yes, boom. All right, so guys, I think. Uh, oh no, next is uh, we're going to Adam. Adam. Yeah, so I don't know what this award is. It just says weather the storm in 2019. As in, like, are we supposed to hold or are we supposed to sell? I mean, no, uh, who, the project who that storm had a big storm. Big problem is still there for some reason. But I, I mean, okay, I who, guess who weathered their storm? How about that? They weathered all. their storm, not yeah. we. Just not whether right. we should weather the storm of storm, this right. coin having a bad year. Yeah. No, no, okay. No, 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 right. All right. Glad glad we clarified this. So basically, this is an award to decide if you, you know, which coin just keeps on trucking even after, you know, a tumultuous year. It's a good one. Yes. Woof. Adam, you nailed it. Boom. So the first one is Tether. And they have had, they've been, had legal, you know, they've been in and out of, you know, courtrooms uh, dealing with, uh, were they dealing with New York at some point? Yep. Yep. And and just uh, you know countless other things back and forth, but they are still here with over you know they're still I think top five in market cap, and then also Tron, God Tron I I don't want to I mean 
I do because I am a Tron Moon Boy. Ah, these guys just dub me that, and it's a running joke. But no, they, you just said it. You were defending Justin Sun earlier. You're like, I'm not that. I'm not going to defend Justin. I was Sun, defending the definition douche. of douchebag. He was not a full douchebag, but then I later learned that maybe he is one of the definitions. But he was he was not the biggest douchebag. Uh, no, like officially not a Moon Boy. Officially not. So Tron. Uh, yeah, they had so many things over the year, whether it was the Warren Buffett, like, fake out for the lunch, like, oh, I got sick, or or, or even Justin Sun just, like, randomly having to flee to San Francisco because the Chinese government got mad with them, or just all the random things that they bought that were just kind of ridiculous. So, yeah, Tron's still here. Bitcoin SV, which is Craig Wright's uh, coin that, that forked. I, I'm pretty sure it forked in 2019. Yeah, it was, or, it was this year for sure. It was early. It was like quarter one, I think. But uh, yeah, so they, it's a it's a Bitcoin cash fork, and there was a lot of issues just because it was by, behind Craig Wright or with you know Craig Wright was the guy backing it, and then uh, Ethereum Classic they had a fifty one forty nine percent hack, which is one of the only ones that I've heard of at, at least this year. And it's crazy that that actually happened and, and kind of uh, shocking and something, you know, it can happen. And this is definitely one of the greatest fears of a cryptocurrency. You know, to those who don't know, if you control, it's kind of just like being the, the primary shareholder in a business where you can just make all the decisions. If you have 51% of the coins, you cannot make all the decisions. And that is scary. So then EOS is also they just like didn't you know they didn't have that great a year but they're still here and they're still making moves and they're still uh, I think top ten or top fifteen in market cap and yeah so uh, like I guess four like sixths or something yeah they're still yeah. really high up there super high yeah and uh, yeah so whether the the storm which which coin had the most tumultuous year that is still here so I guess we should vote on. Uh, Three, two, one. Get your votes in, everybody. Oh, boy. Everyone has a differing opinion here. We have Tether from Kareem, Bitcoin SV from me, and, of course, Tron from Adam. Now, Kareem, can you give us a little bit of the reason behind Tether? Yeah, oh, sure. Absolutely. So I got two reasons why Tether is the Weather the Storm award winner. Number one they have had some very serious, serious storms. And we're not just talking about like a missed deadline or a failed project. Law enforcement is starting to get involved. They've been kicked out of banks. They've been having to run from place to place. Now we know that they were slushing money around and that the manager, all this kind of money is being basically stolen, right? And number two is because unfortunately, the tether ship has very broad implications on the rest of the crypto space. So when that floor falls from under Tether, I think a lot of projects are going to experience a storm. So Tether weathering the storm, even though i distasteful of them, is probably one of the – it's the award winner for me. Yeah. I mean that, that you present good points. However, I think Tron is just – every time that there is move, it's like how do you still exist? How do people still have your coins? How have they not sold – but then you just realize that there's just so many like Hype it's kind of like the, the yeah, but it's also the echo chamber 
oh my god, my my phone is just like recording all this because I I guess I must have like typoed uh or, like hit the voice recorder by accident. Okay, yeah. So there's just so many different like lines of communicate like social media out there that yeah maybe an hour you know group hour chamber we're all like oh we don't want tron we don't want this but there's so many people who are just unknown who don't know anything about or just like yeah it sounds good because they've just been marketed to it so heavily and i mean they're still here even after every bad decision and and i think you gotta like somehow be like you gotta vote for that yeah i, I will say that it's it's um I feel like Sun's strategy has been like, listen, the bigger we are and the more spread out we are, <laughs> the harder it is for this floor to fall from under us. So he's like, I'm going to buy that and that over there. And we're like eight companies now. I would love <laughs> to just have like like whatever money Justin Sun just ha- somehow inherited and got his fingertips on. Because I feel like it's I, called I would try to – I would make some great investments. I, I think I would. If you gave me that money, I, I would find some. You see, you pretty- see the you see the irony in, in in defending his douchebaggery and then awing at his ability to come up with millions of dollars from quote unquote thin air. <laughs> <laughs> Fair uh, enough. So, in, in in defense of Bitcoin SV here, a lot of the same arguments that Adam just gave for Tron apply to bitcoin sv the difference between the two is bitcoin sv's market cap is more than double what trons is somehow bitcoin sv is this coin that provides no value to the space there was no reason for it to exist it's not purportedly backed by anything and it is still in the top 10 of market cap of cryptocurrencies completely ruining my faith in the cryptocurrency space's ability to price things correctly. And it did all this while pretty much taking the hate and the ire of the entirety of the crypto space all year and is still there. Now, given they haven't had any legal troubles, so, you know, I guess they don't they don't have that going for them is where Tron and Tether have both gotten into legal trouble. Now Craig Wright got into legal trouble and he basically is Bitcoin SV so I don't, you know it depends on how much you want to <laughs> credit you want to give I, Craig Wright there but I, I will say man like there's a little bit of a tangent won't go too far but the the Bitcoin forks really make me question my understanding of how cryptocurrencies are valued because <laughs> it, it just really does, man. I mean, cause Brent's absolutely right. Look, Bitcoin's number one. Sure. Bitcoin cash is number five and Bitcoin SV is number nine. And we know that there's an, a ton of other Bitcoin uh, kind of copies, clones, forks, and it's crazy to try to really wrap your brain around how like all this value is created and how ephemeral it is, let's say. But anyway, however, so, what, where to we, be uh... the better, to be the better man here, since Bitcoin SV has not been in a direct legal trouble, I think I can let it bow out of the race, despite my complete lack of understanding of how it still exists as a cryptocurrency. <laughs> All right. So so we're going to do a Tether Tron vote? We are. All right. Brent, that was very gracious of you, I should say. That was very gracious. It's also, one of my right- number one personality traits, I think. I, uh, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, that- you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 it's 
So what we had happen here is Kareem very obnoxiously pretended to type something. Yeah, I thought that. Because <laughs> he didn't want to waste another enter button press on, on resubmitting his answer. I switched to Tether, and Adam has been once again wowed by Kareem's explanation and switched his original vote to Tether. So we are all in unison. How the fuck is Tether still here despite all the problems, all the storm? It's number three in market cap right now. Number four, maybe? No, yeah, number four in market cap in the entirety of the cryptocurrency space. And we asked a room full of cryptocurrency investors and knowledgeable people how many of you think Tether is 100% backed the last time we spoke at a conference and there wasn't a single hand up in the entire space? So there we go. Now, Kareem wouldn't let anybody else touch this one. This is Kareem. This is Kareem's baby. It's time for the come on, man. Come on, man. I don't even know if we're allowed to say this. Is this copyrighted by ESPN? Adam, what do you Uh, think? You you watch a lot of ESPN. Can we say come on, man? Just forward the complaint to our lawyers. We said we said come on, man, with four ends, and they're three ends. Ah, perfect. Uh, Great. We don't owe them any money. Good. It. Got it. Got it. What if I say it with like a Mexican? Come on, man. Come on, man. Right. No. Okay. So here's the here's the you know the come on man award. It's just situations in this in the space that make you go you know come on man come on you know all right. So number one, Charles Hoskinson tries to fight <laughs> Chico Crypto. Oh come on man come on man really God go damn it Charles come on man. you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah for sure <laughs> man for sure. All right. So number two. Justin Sun buys dinner time with Warren Buffett and then bails out after making a huge deal about it. Come on, man. And I will <laughs> come please, on. please instruct Jones, man. Come on. Come on. I will please instruct the uh judges to click on the drop down next to this item. Uh oh, we have a visual representation. We do. Of, he actually this is d- all this you had to do with the start. argument about how much of a douche he was was point Adam to this picture. <laughs> this, is, this is what Justin Sun posted. This is how he was advertising it. He was bragging about how much money he paid to go to Buffett. And then he's just like, yeah, I have kidney stones or something. All right. Anyway, number three, Craig Wright cries in court. Come oh, on, man. man. Satoshi Look don't at, cry. Yeah, Satoshi would never cry. And no tears <laughs> in blockchain. Is that... Is, <laughs> Are you going to ask if that really happened? What? And then, Justin, son, we're going to go again. He gets double nomination. Two nominations. Two nominations. Justin, son, announces a partnership with Liverpool uh, Football Club, and Liverpool <laughs> announces that they have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I I had an idea of just like trying to find more nominations, and for every nomination, just find something douchey that Justin Sun did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll stop it there. So, gentlemen, please uh, be very specific there. You can't just type Justin Sun on this one if you oh, have yeah, 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 Graham. Of course, of course, no, no, no. You you need to explain yourself. Hold on. Ready, three, two, one. Yeah, there we go. <clears throat> We win. So me and Kareem voted for uh, Justin Sun and Warren Buffett. Uh, or Kareem called just- it Buffett's buffet fail. Oh, you like that? Yeah. 
Uh, I think it's two T's, but uh, uh, you know, but yeah. you know, uh, okay. The idea that makes the joke. <laughs> who doesn't love? Who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, who doesn't love a good buffet though? Yeah, and, I, and a maybe four and a half million what, dollar buffet. You have any idea how delicious that buffet is? I mean, maybe that's what they would have been having for lunch. No, no, Warren Buffett loves McDonald's. So that's where he would have eaten for four and a half million dollars. <laughs> but he, he didn't rich. even show up. He couldn't make it because he got kidney stones. What yeah. happened to the money? I, you know, we didn't follow the story. Did he just like? Oh, dude, I'm sure he claimed that he I was going to triple it and give it to charity. And then he probably had a fake award thing where he gave it to himself or partnered up with a charity company that he founded. I don't know. Yeah. What was your Charles one? Uh, why, explain your vote here. I mean, th- that was a good one. Let's I mean, it. look, Charles, come on, man, is exactly what I thought in my brain as soon as I saw Charles. <laughs> Make an announcement where he'll normally be reasonably professional on his announcements, and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to fight this guy. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? What? Why is that even coming out of your mouth? Like, how, what? Who needs to get control of you to stop you from saying something that's stupid before it gets worse? I don't know. So that's a, uh, that's a come on, man, for me. I was really hoping Charles would take it down because we might go through a whole episode without him winning anything, which is weird because we love the guy. He's still never been on the show, but we do love him. And... Uh, I just don't love that he wanted to fight. Now, given he backed out of it. So just like Justin Sun, he uh, talked a much bigger game, but he didn't pay $4 million to Chico Crypto first. So I guess that's the... I don't I don't love him. Uh, you guys love him. I, 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 I'm I more like, he's a good guy. All right. That's I, I, fine. You know, I, but I he love... He, he big-timed you at the, uh, you know, the Beyond Blocks. Look at Adam playing on resentments. He's going for the human nature. Listen, I love how Adam gets really mad that we call him a, a Tron fanboy. And he started 2020 by defending Justin Sun and attacking Charles Hoskinson. Yeah. Uh, your your vision for this year is clear, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, more importantly, though, Brent, everything you said is interesting. However, the council has ruled you unwise. It is the council of crypto. Has that's right. Ruled. Justin Sun making such a huge deal about paying a millions of dollars to meet with the world's one of the world's richest men and best investors to convince somebody who has a negative opinion of cryptocurrency, by the way, and has expressed it and now just has that confirmed in the public sphere. Justin Sun, come on, man. Interestingly, uh, he was not nominated in this category last year. I just looked it up. And uh, you know who was? Charles. Charles has been nominated in the Come On Man two years in a row. What did you, what did he do last year? He did that where he tried to like talk to somebody and they sent him to support and he was like, "Do you, are you telling the founder of Ethereum? Oh yeah, the, the founder of Ethereum, <laughs> he of the fourth one." <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right, so let's move on to Crypto Basics lowest lows for 2019, and nobody can go lower than Brent. So we're gonna go ahead and give this uh, presentation. Wow, out. I just looked at these nominations, Adam. I'm sorry. So that's so. What do you go. put it on there? I know. I didn't realize. I I, I didn't realize that 75 percent of them were attacking Adam. <laughs> So, okay. That's rude. Just rude. So the Crypto Basics lowest lows of 2019. Uh, the first nominee is Adam defending Tron. <laughs> we Fake news. Fake Would news. you open the show with? He's like, never happened. <laughs> Fake news. Um, the, number two is I had to take a shit and miss the Andreas Antonopoulos episode. 
I don't even know if I told everybody that. I think I said I got sick or something, but literally five minutes to the show, I could no, not we don't, leave the toilet. We don't, yeah, 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 we don't need the, the you know, step-by-step, you know, the 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 ones and what just happened. We don't need the play-by-play. You, you, had, you had an upset stomach. You couldn't make it. We get that. And it's just, uh, you know, it, it must have been pretty rough if you couldn't make the episode. Yeah. It w- oh, it was rough. Especially considering Antonopoulos would be like our highest high probably, right? So uh, then the next one would be Mike leaving the show. So that, that that's a pretty low point. Maybe even lower would be our fourth nomination, which is Adam joining the show. What the hell? <laughs> Why would you say that, Brent? What? What? You just? I mean, it's fine. It's fine because we all know where this freaking vote what do is you going. Mean? Don't influence the vote. I'm seventy-five percent in there. You know what? And we know exactly where it's going. The the audience. This is the one that wild. was decided beforehand. Energy has. We're about to fight here. Just submit your votes. I'm Three, ready to vote. Two, one. <laughs> <laughs> it's unanimous. Brent not being able to make the show the biggest episode we've ever had because he had a little tummy, you know, tummy ache uh, okay. is definitely the lowest love. Especially die. when we needed him to be the base of recording because, you know, Brent does kind of like all the work. So five minutes before the interview, he's like, oh, I can't do it. Figure I it eat, out. Figure I it out. A bunch of cheese. What did you? What did he eat? Ice cream or something? Yeah, he had, he had two gallons of ice cream before bed. I mean, he probably no, shouldn't no, have had that. I don't remember yeah. what I ate. I don't remember telling anybody what I ate, but it was probably. I, I think I'm lactose intolerant, so it might. I don't know. That was the worst that I've had all year. There was, you know, that. I don't know how many people have to go through that IBS crap with my whatever. I'm a fat guy. Like I have all these problems, and uh, they just reared their heads right there. And interestingly enough. I played a poker tournament the other day. I ended up busting like 10th or something. We were about to go to a final table. And uh, and on my drive home, I had to stop because I had to poop so bad. And all I could think about was what would have happened if I was still in that poker tournament? Because poops are not like for me. They're a 20-minute thing. It's not like it's just a quick <laughs> on and off. So Is this the poop podcast? I feel yeah, like yeah. you need a podcast just talking about. You know, and Brent is obsessed with his own uh, corporal uh, movements here. We all agree, though, that was the lowest low. Brent, get your stomach in order. Prioritize. Now, yeah. on, <laughs> on to Rosie. This is Brent's topic. first nomination, or actually second nomination. And actually, I think I might be second win because uh, Bitcoin Private was last year. So I think that's what won. Oh, yeah. All right, Adam. Yes. Why don't you handle the next category? All right. Well, so the favorite episode of 2019 is, uh, and we're going to go over that, is Joel Kamm, Matthew Aaron, and Hashoshi, Hashoshi, it's kind of a tongue twister, on a roundtable panel. And that was uh, with Brent, right? And yeah, so they're all content creators. Uh, Joel Combs, Bad Crypto Podcast. Matthew Aaron was the Crypto 101. I don't think he does it anymore. And then Hashoshi is a YouTube channel. Oh, you mean uh, the Crypto Influencer Award of 2019 winner? Yeah, Crypto yeah. 101. Yes. Uh, just got to rub it in our face that we did not Oof. win that. Yeah, you really. Hmm. And then the Bitcoin Takeover Podcast, which uh, seems pretty cool. It's a crossover. You guys kind of just. Uh, did a podcast and then put it up on their uh, platform and put it up over here too. 
Yep. And then, uh, of course, the Andreas Antonopoulos episode where we asked him four and a half questions and he spoke for 50 minutes and every word of it was just awesome. eating it up. Yep. Fantastic. Like you could listen to the guy talk for days. And um, Kareem definitely, you know, did a good job of going toe to toe with uh, the question asking. And uh, I said a few things. And then, <laughs> but for what it's worth, I did. I was the guy we were talking about Rogan before Kareem was on there. I kind of buttered him up a little bit. Be like, hey, I Adam had no interference while Kareem was figuring out what to do about me taking a yeah. shit. It's like five. Like it's it's it was like I had to be. Uh, I think I had to be up at five a.m. for this on on the West Coast. Yeah. And yeah. I, that was definitely like an MVP move. Four fifty three a.m. and Brent's like can't make it. <laughs> Kareem's and Brent's like, figure it out. And then Kareem's like, yeah, I can't figure it out. And I don't know what's going on. And then like, I somehow get on there and it's just me and Andreas at like five Oh one. I'm like, dude, 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 like just elevator really music. Influences these votes, doesn't he? Oh, no, no. I mean, I, this isn't, this is just like the one every, uh, you gave me this, this like nomination. The, these, I don't know any of these. I was the only one I was on was Andreas Antonopoulos. So, like, I feel like this has just been Brent explaining all these apps. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) And then Peter, yeah, I know. I just was, I just, it was, it was, it's time to vote. (laughs) All right. Peter McCormick as well, uh, which Brent, uh, that was, that was his favorite. um, uh, He thought he was like one of the, you know, he he was, it was his nom for the crypto person of the year. And then uh, we had Zuck Bucks with Colin Fosnott. And this guy seems like he's just a prodigy, 24-year-old kid who just decided to, you know, make this coin uh, kind of as a troll to Libra. And then it kind of ended up being a real thing because people were actually pretty interested. I heard they're, like, forking to use, like, Mimblewimble or something. Like, I don't know. We might end up having him back in the show to talk about that. But that was, yeah, it was was just a very different episode (laughs) because it was kind of a troll and it was great. Yeah, All right. so, so are, we ready? We are we ready to vote? vote? I'm ready. Ready? Three, two. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Brent is just uh, he's protest Brent vote. is just salty now. Brent so, is salty. I I did cast a protest vote for this one because we didn't even finish reading the nominees before <laughs> Kareem wanted to vote for his favorite episode, and Adam <laughs> was only on one of the episodes, so that was his favorite one. And I knew I had I knew my vote didn't count in this scenario. I mean, so. Peter McCormick seemed like a cool. You know, the, these 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 other episodes did seem cool, but uh, Andreas is just like he's a other word. So, right. yeah, I cast a protest vote. My screen says, fuck you guys. Even though I, you know, if I'm, if I'm picking my own vote, I would agree that that was the best episode. Of you the dare episode. question the council's wisdom? No, just it's just a protest, man. This is this is Gary Johnson right here. OK. All right. Well, the Gary Johnson vote. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, it'll be allowed. But clearly, Andreas Antonopoulos is coming on the show. So obviously can't mention that without thinking Jason once again for not only being our editor, but in this case, being our PR liaison mm-hmm. with Le Grieco language. So, yes, that's great. Again. And uh, now, Brent, you want to talk about the opposite? Yeah, let's talk about the worst episode in 2019. There was no obvious winner like we had in 2018 when me, when me and Kareem went off the rails for an episode. But 
here are the nominees for the worst crypto basic. Because we got to be fair to ourselves. We got to be fair. There's best and there's worst episodes of 2019. So collectively having too many flagship episodes in 2019 probably is a is a worse. I wouldn't call it a lowest low, but it's they're you know they're hard to revisit. The Marius Kramer, despite the fact that Ember Fund actually paid us to to have them on when we had Marius Kramer on, that was unpaid. I just thought it would be cool to listen to that fund manager. And then he proceeded to shit on 99% of coins, which was weird. I don't know. And I tried to get him to stop after 100, and he kept going all the way to 300. I don't know. That was really weird. Definitely the person that the listeners liked the least out of anyone we've ever interviewed because we could see the, <laughs> the ire in the Discord. Uh, the Bitcoin 102 episode, we didn't really find our footing with that because we didn't do any more 102s. Not that I think it was a bad episode, but it can, I feel like it could be here. And even though we didn't have a full South by Southwest recap episode, I think that episode was bad because mostly because South by Southwest crypto was shit. And uh, and we also, I dropped the ball on following up with the only guy that was interesting. So yeah, that, that'll that'll make it onto our, those are, that's it. Those are our four, the only four things that could possibly be bad about this podcast. The rest is amazing. All right. We should be voting. Brent, you ready to vote? Ready. All right. Okay. There we go. Okay, so Kareem and I back to our sexual position. Adam, you <laughs> voted for too many flagships. Yeah. I think we may we may remedy that this year. I don't know, because we're only fifty percent flagships so far. We've had one flagship and then this episode. So that you know that's good. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and we'll see. And then uh, Kareem and I voted for, for Marius. And, and again, I, I like the guy. He was a good interviewer. I liked Ember Fund as far as what they were trying to do. But the crypto basic community clearly did not like this guy. And I thought it was important to represent the people. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's you can't just like go on and, and be a shit talker. People do, don't want to hear that for an hour. But what are you going to do? The the crypto basic community has spoken, and so have you two with this. And, uh, you know, so the winner for worst episode of 2019 is Marius Kramer from Everfun. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I Carlos him there. This is not a scam, guys. It's just, you know, he just was divisive. All right. This is his first nomination and first win. Uh, Adam, this next award will be presented by you. All right, so this is the Adam Levy Tron Dap Award. How oh, God! Where they of course we talk about good. the best D apps on the Tron Network. Nope, <laughs> it's a joke because there aren't any DApps on the Tron Network. No, <laughs> um, but actually, the uh... <laughs> see, you didn't say it's a joke because I don't really support Tron. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving on. Uh, so this is the Adam Levy best crypto hype man award. Cause, uh, I'm definitely a bit of a hype man at times. And, uh, so we came up with the four social media guys who are social media, uh, you know, personalities who I think are very relevant in the space on Twitter, on other, you know, generally Twitter. Cause that's where, you know, crypto, I feel like the crypto culture resides mostly. Oh, and, uh, and Andrew Pomp Pompliano, uh, he is the first nomination. The guy is on Twitter every day just saying, like, you know, 
talking about Bitcoin and then is asking, you know, rhetorically, is Bitcoin dead yet? And then like putting a bunch of rockets and then just saying, nope, this happened today and that happened today. And he's just like a very, like, I, I, yeah, I guess he's, you know, I'm not going to say he's like a Bitcoin mac- maximalist. I think he's a blockchain and cryptocurrency maximalist, I guess. He's just very in on the space. And constantly reminds everyone he's been on CNBC and and he just constantly reminds everyone that, you know, Bitcoin is is still there. And now we got Russell Okung, who got so into Bitcoin that he decided to change his name to what was it? It was uh, pay me in Bitcoin. Uh, well, Brent? he got so into a sponsorship from eToro, but he did change his name to pay me in Bitcoin. Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. Which was because cool, he's a football it, player. That is cool. And then the next one is Ari Paul, who has been consistently posting about the space for years now. And he's just been very, I feel like he's been at the forefront of, you know, uh, crypto Twitter for years now. And he's just consistently always talking about all these different topics within the space and reporting on kind of, it's almost like he's, you know, kind of like a, sideline reporter for certain things or you know a news reporter that kind of happens uh for the space and then charlie shrem who if you've ever seen the beyond i think it was was it breaking bitcoin or beyond bitcoin the netflix stock mm, yeah that's where i recognize him from betting on yeah bitcoin. i don't think it was that but he actually went to jail maybe five seven years ago uh for just kind of being involved with bitcoin and uh i don't remember exactly all the you know the details are hazy um but he has now been posting for years just constantly and kind of similarly to uh andrew uh to pomp and just talking he's 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 definitely well invested in the space and i'm just curious what you guys think are you know the best Hype men in the space. All okay. right. I'm ready. Everybody got their votes ready? Yep. Here we go. Oh, wait. Mine's nope. malfunctioning. Flagship's Sorry. not a vote. Oh, God. I put Justin's son by accident. My bad. It's uh, that, uh, that uh. meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Pomp. Pomp's my dude. I think that he's just uh, always there consistently. 365 days a year. I honestly, or I, I, I believe that if you tracked all of his tweets, 365 days, like from 2019, he probably posted 365 days, like making a, a similar post about Bitcoin, about cryptocurrency every day. And yeah, I mean, uh, Kareem voted for Ari Paul. And I think those two guys are, are honestly the most prominent uh, figures on uh, the social media streets for cryptocurrency. Yeah, uh, I just picked the guy with the most followers. <laughs> okay, so I actually wasn't uh, <clears throat> like I don't follow them closely, so I opened up their all of their Twitters to see what they had talked about recently and to read their bios and stuff while you were presenting that. I knew I wasn't going to vote for Charlie Shrimp because I remember having some kind of a negative impression of him from that documentary. And uh, anyway, uh, Pomp was talking about like challenging Peter Schiff and saying that Bitcoin is worth more than gold now and all this stuff. And his bio is like, uh, yeah, it's fine. But I kind of like the Ari Paul's bio and what he was saying. He's unassuming. His bio just says student. And his top tweet says, stay hungry, stay humble, stay ambitious, stay curious, be a student always. So he kind of won me over. Oh, that's the most Kareem, yeah, pin tweet ever. That's that yeah, a good job. <laughs> like a- 
Okay, yeah. He also used to play poker back in the day. Oh, I didn't know that. I like this guy even more. Yeah, there you go. Well, unfortunately, doesn't matter how much you like him, the wisdom of the council of checking the person with the most followers has spoken. And uh, (laughs) originally, when I asked Adam to put the hype men down there, he just put pomp 10 times. So that was, (laughs) I I suspect this guy's actually a really good hype man. And uh, and deserves the win. So it's his first Adam, he's the one that debated Peter Schiff, right? In yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, he okay, yeah. He's all right. So next, guys, we are going to go to the Jason. And, and we sorry to interrupt, but we are wrapping up. We're we're uh, on, you know, we're 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 getting close to the end here. We've gone through what like fifteen awards now, and we're yeah, doing yeah, really yeah. well. We got and, we got two or three more, and that's it. Yes, we'll run through this one kind of quick. This one is. <laughs> the Jason Award behind-the-scenes champ of 2019, and the nominees are Jason, of course, <laughs> B. Stu, Jason, but in Greek, and Wild Foods, the Crypto Basic sponsor. So everybody, please make your kit. Be specific. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, vote. No, oh, yeah. Ari, Ari Paul is not an acceptable answer, Kareem. What? What do you mean? I'm the only one that put. Oh, there we go. Oh no, yeah, it didn't show up. But it there we go. It, it hadn't logged in, but okay. it's good now. All right, Jason, but in Greek. Ah, yeah. wow. Hold on a second. So Adam and I both voted for Jason, but in Greek, which I think pays homage to his heritage. Uh, Brent, you chose to pass up on voting for Jason twice. Ah, wait. I see where this is going. Go ahead. Why'd you pick Wild Foods? Well, Kareem, the only company that has given us any money over the last year other than the Ember Fund is Wild Foods. And, of course, Wild Foods are sponsor. We haven't given them ad yet this thus far in the episode. Felt like this is a good place to talk about Wild Foods. Also, Jason works for Wild Foods, so I'm not, not voting for Jason. This is part of it. This is part mm-hmm. of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So Wild Foods just came out with a brand new thing yesterday i I teased it on the show it is live it is ready it is good to go we're gonna throw one in any order that you make but also you can buy them on your own wild foods released a keto bar that is absolutely delicious you can you can get it at wildfoods.co you can use the code crypto basic 12 getting 12 percent off your order you can taste that keto bar i've had a bunch of keto bars because i've been on keto a little bit um, I've even had things like uh, like fat snacks, cookies, and stuff like that. The Quest bars, like all of them, they all taste like their own kind of different papery crap. This one is unbiased, the best keto bar that I've ever had. It's up there with like Smart Sweets when I'm talking about things that are not bad for you but delicious. And this is uh, this is one of them. So I'm looking at the ingredients right yeah. now. It says natural. Almond butter, collagen, chicory root fiber, and it's 11 grams of protein, 10 grams of fiber, 16 grams of fat. And if you say it's keto-friendly, I'm assuming no sugar, Brent? No sugar. Stevia. Stevia is sweetened. Nice. Yeah. So that is the... Anyway, go check it out. There's a lot of other products on there as well, but that's the new, brand new drop. That's the thing that we're going to try to end up in Whole Foods with and that kind of thing. So Would love to try that sometime. Sounds great. And I also think is a clever ad spot by... Uh, Putting in a little, you know, putting a little nom for Wild Foods. And then, I mean, uh, they did sponsor the Crypties at the beginning. I said it was brought to by Wild Foods, but that's the real, that's the real ad. But they didn't win. Unfortunately, they did not win this category. Jason Budding Greek is, in fact, the winner of the category. 
you guys both in sync on which Jason to pick. And Jason still won the Jason Award. Now, to be fair, when I created this award last year, I thought we would have more behind-the-scenes people by now. But <laughs> it's just Jason and some of our most important listeners. So, And we love Peace, too. He's still running our nodes for Zen, which is great. And they've crawled up the market cap. They're in, like, the top 50 now. As opposed to they, they've been hanging around down 100 for a long period of time. Now, it doesn't mean we haven't lost money on their nodes. But the we're getting there. We're, we're, we're covering. All right. Uh, Adam. You've got your category here. Yeah. So the next uh, category is Crypto Basic Podcast Discord User of the Year. I mean, I feel like we should have this, uh, the Discord community that is very active and they're loyal. They're good guys. They're good guys, women, whoever's in there. But yeah, so Crypto Peace 2 is the first nom. And we just talked about how he runs our nodes for us, which is great. And I constantly am seeing him and these other guys getting into long conversations about it seems to be a lot about Bitcoin and I forget, like like Lightning Network and just like back and crypto forth, stuff. Bitcoin SV, crypto stuff. But they get very like like I have spent time reading threads from Crypto Peace 2 and it has educated me a lot. Just, or just reading threads from all these guys. So the next one is Derpy Derp. And that guy is the king of puns. He loves a good dad joke. And sometimes <laughs> they're funny. And yeah, I, I'm i a big fan of the guy. He's got a little... What are those? Those His avatar is hilarious. It's one of those... Whatever. It's like some one of those kind of creatures that look like they're smiling on you, but they're this like glob, this slimy glob. Uh, it's, I don't know. Eh, I'm trying. I mean, you guys are not helping me right now. I have no, no idea what it is. I, I, I don't look at avatars, I guess. The only one that I can think of off the top of my head is Kareem's because it's still the upward uh, roller coaster guy. It's this some sort of, you know, slimy. It's a real existing. I'm yeah. Not the, say oh, it's yeah, an animal. yeah. The hangfish or hackfish or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks at you and just looks like it has a massive nose and looks like it's like frowning at you. Uh, But yeah, so him. And then the next one is the Black Brant, who once again, always in there going back and forth with Crypto Peace 2. Yeah, he has been on the show. That episode was good. Then number four is unfortunately the hacker because uh, he definitely came in and got cz it was definitely that was i'd say that was a low point for the crypto uh basic podcast pretty unfortunate yep and then the next one is the bigger boat who yet again always in there and chopping it up talking with everyone about you know how bad craig wright is or how bad how good bitcoin or whatever it is you know everyone they're just always in there having great conversations and also the z-man once again, mostly, you know, talking about that. I don't know as much about him, but I, I do know that we, Look, we he ran the basic bitches political ad from the <laughs> beginning of the year that you might not have been a part of. But he put this whole thing together where he got a bunch of the users on there and compared Kareem to to Maduro from Venezuela. It was amazing. It, That's it was, hilarious. It was great. Definitely our favorite ad that we've run. No offense to Wild Foods. No, yeah, it was great. All right. Things time make Oof. our case here. Tough. This is not, it's a it's tough not one. an easy one. This is not no, an easy it's one. Not. It's just tough. Damn, it depends on what I uh 
want to prioritize here too. Ah. Do we have our first clock being called? Yeah, you can call the clock on me. How much time does the clock give me? <laughs> Just tell me when I got 10 seconds left and I'll make my decision. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Clock for real. Put in a. Yeah, okay. Are we ready? Three, two, one. Okay. We are. Nobody is in is in agreement here. Uh, I I voted for peace too because guys always in there. Guys running our nodes. He's killing it. Kareem voted for the Z man because he likes being compared to Nicholas Maduro. I <laughs> yeah, it was too funny though. That was the honestly, <laughs> it was the most I laughed. Into. I I was really debating between like. Do I, do I care the most about content information? The one that makes me laugh. Derpy makes me laugh a lot. Like, you know, P2, obviously. But anyway, I picked the Z-Man. I'll let you talk for uh, Derpy, Adam, which was your vote real quick. And then we'll... Uh... Yeah, I just was a fan. Of, uh, he's always... Try- he always He's relentless with the jokes. And sometimes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, it's funny in a dad joke kind of way, but he's always there for for them all right how about this look z-man was kind of personal so i'm gonna pull the brent graciousness and bow out here because peace two and derpy are so much more active um that you know it's it's uh relevant so i'm gonna bow out make your cases and we'll revote oh wait who's the one that who was your mailman uh that's date coiny Oh, I should, he should definitely have been nominated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we messed that one up. Sorry, right, Dave. Make, make your cases. Make make your cases for Peace Two and Derby. Well, yeah, <laughs> my case for Peace Two is easy. Anytime I need to actually know anything that I don't know in the space, I know I can ask him, and he always has the answer, hundred percent time. And he's still running our nodes from our Horizon nodes, where we ended up buying those. Actually, they gave us, I think, one. And we bought the rest. It was uh, less than one, but yeah, 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 it was like we. Oh, yeah, yeah, we bought it up to the node based on what yeah. they gave us as like a kind of a tip for for when we had um, Rob on the show the first time, and uh, and yeah, he we would not have any of the extra Zen at this point if he hadn't started his service to where we could use it and keep getting those nodes because we wouldn't have gone through the process of figuring it out. So that's, Adam? that's my guy. Yeah, I mean, you make good points, but I happen to just think that Derpy has to be one of the most, uh, maybe the the most active uh, Discord user in our in Crypto Basic podcast, and definitely Discord. the most entertaining, and the most entertaining. Uh, no one else is out there making jokes, taking risks. You know, like joke. You know, it's not easy. You know, you're gonna bomb sometimes. That's just the art of being, you know, stand up comedian. Uh, for my two open mics that I did. You Both know? of which bombed. One bombed. <laughs> the right, second one bombed. The first one, it was it was easy. But You ready for uh, this vote? Let's do yeah. it. All right. Two. One. Oh, no. Peace to with yeah. the win. Yeah. All right. Oh, Fair no. Enough. What do you mean? All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, like, I well, want a derpy. I'm, a, I'm in derpy. No, I meant like I'm in derpy. And then Kareem was the one. He, uh, uh, whatever. I'm I'm sure Derpy's going to have some derpy. fun with the fact that you're in. <laughs> I'm not in it. I'm on team derpy. Okay. And then Kareem picked t- p- team crypto piece too. So. Congrats to him. He's a good dude. I'll be all right. (laughs) 
All right. All right. And then last last section, guys, and we'll try to let's just make this quick, you know, couple of lines because we already kind of ran pretty long. But Jason's going to be so pissed when he sees the length. of What do you mean? Jason won the award. He'll be fine. fine. (laughs) fine. Uh, All right. No, seriously. Last uh, real quick. Are there any major trends or any interesting stories that you're looking forward to 2020? Not really predictions, just stuff that you're keeping an eye on. The reason I put this in is it feels like an interesting year for there's a lot of power fragmentation around the world, a lot of protest, a lot of like fragmentalization, I guess. I don't know what the right word is. A lot of protest. Yeah, a lot of protest and a lot of like turmoil. And I'm really interested to see how cryptocurrency performs in that space. Brent, you've talked about the upcoming crises and how is Bitcoin going to... We haven't really seen Bitcoin in a crisis. We've seen yeah, Bitcoin emerge from a crisis. It went, it went up the day that it looked like we were going to go to war. Yeah, uh, so the gold a ton. You pretty know? high, actually. Like it was... Uh, I think it went up to from like 75 or 7,600 to like 8,300, somewhere in there, if I was watching it correctly. So I was like, damn, this isn't this isn't the correlation that I'm hoping for. But you're right. It's going to be interesting to just see to what happens for it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's second fine. thing that's kind of caught my attention at the end of the year is Google's interest or disinterest, whichever you want to call it in or distaste for the crypto space and how they may be trying to mess with it here. And obviously, it's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt YouTubers. It's going to hurt a lot of different people. And I'm wondering why. It, that so that's going to be something that I'm interested in following. But they ended up uh, retracting that. I think it was a mistake. YouTube because yeah, it happened kinda. with broker players as well. And but it wasn't just up- YouTube. They're doing other things. So I'm interested to see how that all plays out and comes together. With MetaMask and stuff, yeah. Let's not forget that Google is not even pretending not to be evil anymore. They took it out of the out yeah. of the thing. So they're, you know, say hello to your corporate overlords, gentlemen. Uh, all right, also Adam. being Ethereum 2.0 rollout, uh, uh, finally, I guess. Also, you know, Who knows? we said that last year, too. yeah, I know, but but they they did say, I think, I think it's like the end of January that that it's actually happening. They had their fork and then they had another fork. I'm not really sure. I, there was a whole kind of uh tweet storm regarding that, uh, maybe that towards the end of December. And I'm just I I want it to you know, because I think this is important for the space because you know this is where they're going to start rolling out proof of stake or you know uh, and just like let let's let's make let's stop talking about it and let's just have something that is actually doing it. And also, where's the bull market? No, I mean like I'm not going to say like hey we deserve one or anything, but it's like I think there's just been we were such hype. Moon boys. Everyone in this space was a moon boy, you know, three years ago, 2017. And we just got this, just our expectations were just so ridiculous. You know, what we expected. Oh, just put money in and admit, and you know, now that's worth 3x what I put in in like two months, you know? And listen, Brent, uh, I think Brent made a great point. When he, you know, even now our expectations are so messed up because Bitcoin basically doubled if you invested at the beginning of the year. But, you know, our ideas of where it should be and where it has been and where it could be are just basically unbounded. And I think it's very hard to satisfy the space without irrational exuberance. Yeah. So yeah, we may already be in the bull market. I mean, you look back on it, it's there. It's gone up, but it hasn't. 
hit our anchor point for some of those highest highs. Yeah, and it really it's been mostly Bitcoin to be fair too. You know, like yes, the altcoins are not bullying, right? At all. I, I will say that I think that there will be a ton of money coming in from many places that are not going to be just the normal everyday consumer. You know, that was a few years ago. It's, there's going to be a lot of. Uh, I think there's going to be an influx of corporations and banks and just buying a bunch of crypto in some form or another and it's gonna be interesting to watch and i mean i i guess i i'll make a bold prediction that we you know and i'm on the positive end but i just i think we might be over a two bill two trillion dollar market cap by the end end of the year or at wait what two trillion (laughs) dollars we're going bold we're going big Two trillion. I listen. Uh, you do realize you do realize that we were almost we were at eight hundred billion in two thousand seventeen. That's a t- yeah, but we're at two hundred billion right now. You're saying there's going to be a ten x increase this year? I think that it. I mean, obviously, two trillion is quite bold and optimistic. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm just on the. I believe that when the let's think about how some of these small little rises have been the, the past over the past year. Like Bitcoin went from 8K to 13K in like less than a week. Or there was like a, a couple of days where it legitimately just went up two or three thousand dollars, like like in an hour almost, in a few hours. All of a sudden you're like, what's happening? I don't know. Yeah, and it's up. And and I think that if there is a snowball effect, it's gonna be a big fucking snowball. And and I'm not, you know, it could definitely, we're, we could just end the same where we did right now or even lower, you know. Adam's on that happen. 10x rule. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to end this show because we've ran it so long by just saying that uh, I think that's a crazy prediction, but I am giving you all my wishing power. May you be very right. <laughs> Thoughts May and Adam prayers for your prediction, correct. Adam. But thoughts, I will. Thoughts and how about this? How about this? We'll lower it, and I will say that we will for we will definitely hit over a trillion this year. Damn. Nice all time highs in twenty twenty coming. You heard here from our resident financial advisor, who is definitely a financial <laughs> not, advisor. I'm definitely not a financial <laughs> advisor. <laughs> all right, guys, we have to wrap this up. This is running way too long. So, congrats. not financial advisors. Do your own research. This was an award show. If you invest in something based on this, I don't know what to tell you. Do not question the wisdom of the council. The awards have been given. You can give us your thoughts, but only if they are positive and reaffirming about our selections. Just kidding, guys. Anyway, (laughs) thank you for listening. Have a good one. See ya. See ya.